0: Darling, come look at this hat. Aging, chiseled features caught Belle's attention first. His face always caused her heart to jump to her throat. The cheeky smile he sported served a warning for mild mannered mischief. Her cool stare lifted to his topper of choice, a wide brimmed hat fit for a pirate captain. Grey, stop being ridiculous. Put that thing back. It might contain lice. She turned back to the rack of used dresses. Fingers pinched at the fabric with theatrical distaste. Or at least, it would be theatrical for anyone else. Grey traced the brim and swaggered his way over. Come now, I think it looks rather dashing. The Emporium was quiet as ever, giving the man courage to sweep up his love into a dipped embrace. A soft yip of protest escaped, and yet her form melted into his touch. Please, someone will see, Belle managed through youthful giggles. He dropped his voice as lips pressed at the soft hollow of her neck. And this hat can serve many purposes. The accessory was removed to the flourish to hide their faces from prying eyes. There were none. A previous engagement earned Lucas a verbal lashing from Belle. Her specialty often earned her privacy. Errands were often made longer with their affection, and today would be no different. Except for the sudden appearance of a young woman. Their embrace came to an abrupt end as she dropped from above out of thin air. You brat, Belle hissed as she came to her senses. In a blink, she went from her lover's arms to sitting on the floor, her dress now torn by the scrambling urchin. Covered in grime, the teen looked out of place. A shade of acid green stuck to designated sections of her hair. She wore a small black shirt, cropped to reveal her midriff, or would have if not for the black and white striped long sleeve shirt layered below. Her denim jeans flared more than necessary around her black boots, but more disturbing were the scattered holes along the length of the fabric. Have they put the cool hat? She panted, as if she had just finished a marathon. Grey reached down to help the young woman up before Belle. His companion's eyes narrowed in a flash of jealousy. Who are you looking for, miss? He pressed gently as if this happened every day. (sighs) Albert Long. THE Albert Long. (sighs) And Jared Kanan. They're supposed to be here. Belle lifted herself, smoothing out her now ruined skirt. I've never heard of them. What business do you have? Shit! The stranger interrupted the now seething Belle, whose eyes widened and jaw clenched. Pardon? Gray's jaw also locked, unsure what this odd being needed from them. What's the date? She asked, touching over her person, checking for who knows what. July 15th. Shit! The stranger cursed again, hiding her face in her hands to scream out her frustration. Uh, Gray checked for Belle's reaction, only to witness her icy stare locked on the young woman. Bellarice? Darling? He was interrupted by a raised hand. His words came to an abrupt halt. I'm so sorry, Miss Bell. Mr. Gray. Don't worry, we'll meet again soon. Before Belle could unleash frustrated confusion, the stranger began to fade like fog in the morning. Without speaking, Bell reached out for her arm, intending to disrupt the magic at hand. An arc of electricity connects the pair, and a moment later, the world will be completely different. Figures this is when you get nosy. Bell blinked. Blinded and deafened all at once. No longer at the Emporium, she couldn't identify the new location. It was a home, but unlike any she had visited before. Small, certainly, but somehow this urchin, if it was her home, could afford electricity lighting. Music blared from a pink box on a counter, wailing about private details of a relationship. Against the wall, another box displayed a Nickelodeon in full color. It was bright and loud and Belle could not abide. With a snap, the electronics fried. Bulbs busted. The radio shorted. The television jumped to white static. What have you done? Belle's tone was even and cool, danger lingering in her words. <sighs> Nothing we haven't done a thousand times before, the stranger huffed. Hands pushed through her daring hair while she took inventory of the damage.
1: What, what do, do you mean? mean?
0: The two women spoke in unison, although one certainly sounded mocking in nature. Belle fell silent glaring with a sigh her host turned off the television you usually call me montana although i prefer mj nicknames Nicknames are for those those foolish enough to collect friends once again they spoke at the same time however it was mj who finished the sentence yes miss bellerese you never fail to scold lecture scold i'm always glad you aren't my mother either way bell gritted her teeth and fell to comfort habits brushing her hair behind her ears smoothing out her dress Are you hungry? Thirsty? What, you don't know? She snapped in a low voice. Some factors change. Depends on the timeline. Are you implying- Don't waste either of our time with questions you know the answer to. MJ couldn't have been more than 14, but her weary face showed a lifetime of failures. Brushing past the rigid woman, she made the short journey to the fridge. The door opened, but a light failed to flicker. Unmoved, she retrieved an open bottle of juice and a pre-made sandwich. Belle watched with a critical eye as MJ removed the top slice of bread to pick at the meat inside. Why? She managed through tight lips. Well, you shot my power. And I don't want the whole sandwich. Just the ham? No. Why did you bring me here? MJ didn't respond, too busy eating the mustard-covered slices. A heavy sigh left (sighs) Belle Reese, leaving MJ to her forced snack. Her skirt dragged along the drab carpet as she wandered to the curtainless window. Towering buildings greeted her, all filled with brilliant lights behind windows. Automobiles crowded wide roads, and the sidewalks couldn't be seen under the masses of busy bodies. The only familiar sight was the hazy green sky now clouded with a thick smog. It reminded her of Chicago, or New York, but tenfold. Her arms wrapped tight across her chest to guard herself from this unfamiliar world. I didn't. Not really. It's more like you hitched a ride.